0: She kissed her daughter goodnight, went out the went out the door, got in her car uh, in the middle of the night, and then when when morning came, they found her car miles away from home and it was empty.
1: Welcome to the Oh Oh My My Geekers Geekers Podcast, podcast, where we educate others while educating ourselves on an array of topics.
0: We also review movies, books, and TV shows. Today, we are going to be talking about a very famous author. Actually, the uh, second most best-selling author of all time, besides Shakespeare. Uh, we're going to be talking about Agatha Christie. So, so
1: Agatha Christie, where's she from? Where was she born? Uh,
0: She was born in Torquay in southwest England. Uh, it's kind of, you know, like that little... Sh- little point that goes southwest of england
1: i'll have to look on a map
0: but yes um she she was she was born in the southwest of england in 1890
1: so oh the 1800s the late like
0: the latest of late 1800s Almost 1890 to... like 10 yeah. years before the end
1: so they probably wore like these really large dresses with these like elaborate hats
0: Yes, <laughs> they they did, um, and like
1: they they had to probably wear these corsets that tighten their stomach so tight that it would make them feel like they couldn't breathe.
0: Most likely, um,
1: I just trip out on on people's clothes and what they drove. History is really intriguing to me.
0: Yeah, so um, I want to
1: put myself in. The mindset of this popular writer. Oh, wait. She probably didn't speak that way. Oh, no. Is she she's did. From she's from England. Is she, so she's not American? No. Oh, she's, she's not British. American.
0: Though her father, Frederick Alva Miller, was American.
1: That's quite a name. Okay. Well, Frederick Miller, probably Freddie Miller's kind of easy to say. Yeah. Agatha and... is not easy to say.
0: Yeah. Her her mother was called
1: Clarissa uh miller i could uh, picture her mother saying agatha <laughs> and not aggie or anything like that
0: <laughs> well yeah <laughs> okay yeah so she she was she was born to a american father what did British they do mother. for a living um he uh, her mother her father was a stockbroker
1: Ooh! whoa so they were pretty uppity or what?
0: They were uppity. And she didn't go to school. Uh, she was homeschooled.
1: That's that's very in- also interesting.
0: <laughs> but the crazy thing about it is is that um, Agatha taught herself to read at the age of five.
1: Oh, wow. So she's a brainiac.
0: A brainiac, yes.
1: <laughs> Who teaches themselves to read in the first place?
0: Uh, well, there's I several
1: people, but <laughs> anyway. I
0: don't know, but nobody taught her how to read she just learned it
1: that's what okay i can't wrap my brain around that one Uh,
0: yeah so 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 yeah she 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 read um on her own and um later she moved uh briefly to france um where uh her governess taught her uh french
1: when you say later do you think Like, as a teenager? Oh, no,
0: not as a teenager. Still as a young child.
1: Oh, okay. What's a governess? Is that like a nanny?
0: Yes, it's like a nanny. Like, if you've ever seen, um...
1: The Sound of Music? The
0: Sound of Music, Uh the main character is a governess.
1: Oh, that's weird. I wonder why they call him governess. Someone who governs over over you. you. That's... So, the homeschooling part back then was probably super strict. Um,
0: not really... Since she already taught herself how to read. It wasn't really that strict. Um, Yeah, and it was actually pretty unusual for her to actually be homeschooled at that time. Because most parents would just send their kids off to boarding school. Oh, okay. So.
1: Must be nice. Just kidding.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So. Yeah, she, she moved to France briefly, and yeah, but when she was 11 years old, her father died from heart attacks.
1: Oh, that's sad.
0: Yeah, so her, her mother had to um, uh, try to manage the finances um, so that they could keep their house um, in England. Um, so
1: she was a single mom, a widowed? A widow. What? Wait. wait. Widow was, was. Uh, she the only. Was Agatha the only. Um, child.
0: She. She was an only child.
1: She was an only child. Okay. She was okay. an
0: only child. So. Yeah. So
1: the mother didn't really have to, you know, uh, contend with all these kids while no, as a single mom. So she was a single mom to just one child, and she had to, try to maintain
0: yeah they main maintained and they they maintained pretty well enough to where agatha could learn piano and mm-hmm. she was actually very good at piano mm-hmm. um but the reason why she became a world famous writer and not a world famous pianist is because she was shy in front of a lot
1: of people oh so do you have to there so to play piano you can't be shy. Oh, stage fright.
0: Stage fright. Yes. Okay. You 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 can't be a successful pianist, especially back in the day when um you had to get known before you got even recorded. So.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. So how did she? How did she begin her uh, writing career? Because that's that's very. I want to become a writer one day. I don't think I'm dedicated enough. Maybe it's just not my time, but. I think and honestly, I I think some people are better writers in the sense that they know the art of writing in a really cool way. I don't know, maybe everybody's different. I don't know. you have to develop develop your craft in my opinion. How did she develop her craft of writing? How did she get into it?
0: Well, she learned from reading uh, reading books like uh, by Edith. Edith Nesbitt, um, I don't know. I just think of Toy Edith... Story when you say that. <laughs> Edith Mrs. Nesbitt. Yeah, the Edith Nesbitt was someone I think she wrote The Phantom Tollbooth.
1: Like, what genre is that, if that's one of her favorite genres? Oh, the
0: the railway tr- children. Oh, okay. Not not the boxcar children, railway children. Oh, There's okay. a difference. There's a difference. Um, but then... Um, which probably influenced her even more, were a lot of American thriller stories.
1: I was going to say, because if she's writing a lot of mystery novels, then I wouldn't consider Little Women to be <laughs> the well, I think inspiration.
0: That, I think that's where she got like her creativity to make the characters likable. Um, because mm-hmm. a lot of um, mystery stories prior to that, had very ruthless um, people in mm-hmm. it. Um, mo- most of the people were uh, one, only two-dimensional characters. Mm-hmm. They-, they only had this going for them and that going for them, and they were very, very archetypal. And you didn't really connect with anyone but uh, the uh, detective and their sidekicks. Mm-hmm. So... I think when Christy was writing, uh, reading these uh, very lighthearted books, she knew how to carve out, carve out likable characters.
1: Ooh, that's a gift. See, that's what I want to do in my writing of my novels. I don't want a flat character. I don't want a boring character. I want. I. I mean, this is going to go kind of off the, the subject or not subject, but kind of off the trail a little bit. In your opinion, what makes a character, like, more fleshed out?
0: More fleshed out? um, More complex is the real thing. They can't can't just be either one way or the other. Uh, Books like Agatha Christie, it's not focusing on archetypal characters per se, but it's more focusing on individual people who have motivations for... Uh, things they want. They're motivated, but at the same time, they won't act solely off of their motivations.
1: Hmm. That's hard to do. That's very hard to do because I think of, you know, when we're writing about characters, how the person might have a specific twitch or they may always say um, something, you know, that everyone knows them for you know Mm -hmm. or that's not that deep when you're fleshing out a character other than you know like what they may look like oh they or some of the things they may like
0: yeah so so she i think she got into writing by writing short stories um for herself um at at the age of eighteen,
1: what kind of short stories? Uh, I Mysteries don't really know. Or... Ma-
0: maybe mm-hmm. they're they've been published now, or maybe mm-hmm. they're just like notes somewhere. But she didn't mm-hmm. she didn't uh really at this time write any large novels or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that actually hap- she actually began writing. Um, her first novel was um during the ni- the 19 19- the early 1900s mm-hmm. so the 1910s so during that time uh world war 1 had broken out mm. and so the germans um h- had begun a war against france because there were a bunch of el- alliances Uh, going all the way down to Austria because Austria had, uh, a crown prince and the crown prince was murdered by a Serbian person, a Serbian revolutionary, Mm -hmm. just, just some kid shot, uh, their, their crown prince. And so, um, the Germans had allied themselves with Austria and After this shooting, After this shooting, and, and because of this shooting, because of this shooting, and they were going to invade Serbia. Mm-hmm. But Serbia had made deals with France, and France um threatened Germany on the uh, on their Eastern front. So what they what Germany did, was try to surprise attack them, but by doing something invading a, a little country called Belgium's neutrality. Mm-hmm. So they went through Belgium and began, um, began uh, doing unspeakable things, um, in in Belgium. So Belgium uh, requested the help of um England and England had the help of um Russia and then it it kind of de- it like kind of spread effect? it was a domino effect mm-hmm. because there were treaties after treaties lined up mm-hmm. up and the
1: so they got wrapped up into they this- got
0: wrapped up into this war which mm-hmm. nobody intended really uh, intended
1: or or expect both expected or intended
0: expected or intended it was just basically someone just decided to shoot somebody and it had ended in chaos
1: it sounds like gang fighting in the city
0: yeah basically uh Mm -hmm. so uh
1: it sounds like that movie west side story
0: yes so her husband um archibald christie um that's quite a name too <laughs> yeah he he was a agatha
1: and archibald nice to meet you he was a can uh, i call you archie and aggie
0: <laughs> that's actually was his nickname oh, archie okay. archie archie i kind of like yes. that nickname it's kind of yes funky. and uh he was a he was a fighter pilot during world war one
1: oh. and um, from britain from
0: britain uh-huh. and so how did
1: they meet how did they fall in love okay. they they
0: just met during World War One yeah. because she was a nurse
1: Hi, hi, oh you oh, oh, look it, I have something right here on my cheek. It hurts
0: not really oh, okay. <laughs> not really but but Gave because he was
1: rolling his eyes at me <laughs> but
0: but du, but because he was a fighter pilot, they couldn't spend a whole lot of time together, oh. so she wrote, she oh. wrote, and
1: there's two themes going on here. Write short stories and uh, occupy sna- yourself. Snail write snail mail to get a lot of practice in if you want to be a good novelist. Yes, yeah, so, and be bored.
0: Yeah. So, uh, she had written, begun to write her first novel, and she finished it at the end of the war, and it had come out, and it was called The Mysterious Affair at Styles.
1: Was that the one we read?
0: Yes. Don't give anything away.
1: I won't. I won't. (laughs) It was pretty good.
0: But the main... The main... um...
1: I could give this away. I knew who it was, and I got it right, and nobody else did.
0: (laughs) So... uh, It was just a hunch. So the... uh, But the detective in that story was a Belgium Mm -hmm. uh, man, and he has a mustache and a bald head. Uh, Yes. Uh, So... Uh, in in this, in our house, we call him Eculipoiro, but that's because we don't know how to pronounce French. The actual pronunciation is called Écule Poirot.
1: And how, Zeke, can you do a little bit of acting for like a second about like this guy that we kind of even use him as a character in our house when we need something done or when we're...
0: This is how we do it, because I don't know how to do a real French accent, but I can do one that will make everyone laugh. Yeah, so...
1: So if something goes missing um, around the house, Zeke usually um, gets into character and springs into action with Poirot's uh, detective voice. And he's actually one of the, our... I think he's one of the favorite characters in in that book because he's just he, likable. he's just likable. He's he's, he's very
0: memorable. Mm-hmm. He's a very memorable person uh because he's got like a uh, a signature mustache and he walks around kind of funny and he's a little bald. Um and so uh this book uh gained recognition not a whole lot of recognition but it gained enough recognition to where that it was even um given a review by the pharmaceutical journal in England
1: and that really confuses me because I don't know how old Agatha Christie is right now. I don't know how um, she was able
0: in her to tw- get... in her early 20s how I would believe she,
1: how was she able to get her book? Out and about like did she just go from like how did she solicit
0: well somehow she was able to finally convince a publisher to um to distribute her books um so
1: because mm-hmm. nowadays you need um, well you could self-publish but then you're doing a lot a lot of footwork and... yeah but
0: people couldn't self-publish back then at this time because they didn't have printing presses mm-hmm. uh they they had to have printing presses and they uh you couldn't get that without a publisher and they didn't have the internet
1: and you had to be well known somehow i don't know how probably you had to be very rich and...
0: yeah you had to be very rich mm-hmm. yeah had...
1: to be very well known you had to solicit your book and get an editor and a publisher and women back then it wasn't like a big deal with a whole lot of anything. yeah
0: so but she she was writing these things she was writing b- book after book um it's until her. until she got to a book called uh the murder of Roger Ackroyd and
1: isn't that the book we're on right now yes
0: that's the book we're on right now okay. and it was her third poirot book
1: oh oh wait what do you what do you mean by third Poirot book.
0: So she had written one, one
1: this character Poirot book, and
0: then a short story collection, and then she went on to these other characters, Tommy and Tuppence, I believe. Tommy and Tuppence, they were uh, another detective team, a husband and wife duo.
1: Ooh, fun! I love that because that make me and wanna me and Gabe, your dad, be a um. A uh, detective team. Yes, we read, it got into those books.
0: Yeah, and then.
1: But we would have to test out our detective skills on 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 the kids.
0: Yeah, and then but that so means they would have to get in trouble. <laughs> and then so after writing a bunch of Poirot short stories, she came to this book, and a uh, bunch it,
1: of. Sto- I don't mean to cut you off, but a bunch of Poirot short stories. stories. Like how many?
0: Um, like. Twenty. Whoa. Something. So in between the first in book newspapers. And
1: the, in between the first book and the third book, or the first book and the and second, the third book and the third book. There's just about twenty poirot. So people were beginning to uh, like this character. Like this character because she had and then, written so much about him.
0: Yeah, and then she had got into the murder of Roger Aykroyd, the book we're reading, uh, and. That boosted her popularity a little um, mm. because, because it had such a great ending and it was one of her f- own favorites. But unfortunately for Agatha, her mother had died during mm. this year.
1: Oh.
0: And uh, what happened even worse is that she discovered that her husband was in an, in an affair with oh. another woman.
1: Oh, that's terrible yeah We're both at the same time uh, yes, at, oh. at
0: the same at the same time Poor and that Agatha and that devis- that devastated Agatha.
1: That would devastate anybody.
0: So yeah, it, it was devastating, but it got even worse at that point. So um so what
1: got worse? Her life or just the situation the
0: situ- the situation oh. got got even worse. What happened was she had uh, tucked her daughter. In good night, I didn't
1: even know she had kids.
0: Well, she had kids. Okay, one kid. Okay, one kid. Uh, her the kid's name was was rosalyn
1: Okay, that's getting we're getting a little better on the names.
0: <laughs> she kissed her daughter good night, went out the went out the door, got in her car, drove off, and then why would
1: she just leave her daughter at home like that? That's not
0: cool. She was devastated. She was devastated from what, what was happening. Oh, okay. She her. probably
1: had a nanny, you think?
0: Yeah, she had a nanny. Oh, okay. She had a nanny. But, yeah, so, and the husband had said that they're going to get a divorce oh. because of the affair. Okay. So she, she had drove off uh, in the middle of the night. And then when, when morning came, they found her car miles away from home and it was empty.
1: Like everything was taken out of it?
0: No. Everything was left in it, but she wasn't there.
1: Oh, okay. She was a mystery. A
0: a mystery. Yes. Did she
1: stage her own death?
0: No, she didn't of myself. She didn't die. So her car was empty and nobody knew where she was. Um,
1: how long had it this transpired? A whole day. Oh. She didn't come home that night? She
0: didn't come home.
1: Or the next day?
0: No, not really. Not really. It was late in the day that they found her car, I believe. Okay. And so nobody knew where she was. Basically, that led everyone to start a manhunt.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um the the largest manhunt of that year.
1: Wow. It would have been all over the news and all it over social media. It was all
0: well, not social media. <laughs> because they didn't have social media, but it was all over the news. (laughs) I was was going
1: to finish saying if they had social media.
0: All over the news. The police were trying to find it. They thought that uh, her husband had actually killed her. Um, They thought that she had drowned herself uh, because one of the characters in her books had drowned themselves. Um, A lot of things were going on. Um, Uh, A politician named Sir William Joinson Hicks. Um, That's a mouthful. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, A conservative politician who is very, like, strict and authoritarian. Kind
1: of like Poirot. Poirot. No. How do you say Poirot? No.
0: Just a strict politician. Like, made it one of his priorities to try to find her. Mm -hmm. Um, Fellow detective fiction writer. uh, Arthur Conan Doyle, the author of the Sherlock Holmes books, Ooh. was trying to find her. Though he, even though he was a great detective writer, he was into uh, the occult. So th- the, the only thing he really did was take her glove to a psychic oh. and try to find her. But nobody could find her. Nobody could find her. For 11 days.
1: That's a long time.
0: Yeah. Oh, and then, poor girl. So, her husband walks into a hotel.
1: Was that near her house?
0: Um, Quite some distance. Okay. So it was probably. quite some distance, but it, her husband had gone into the hotel.
1: Yeah, where was her husband during this whole matter? Well, he
0: was in, in under investigation, but they had let him go because they couldn't find her. Uh, okay. So...
1: So he decided So he I'm decided go to, to go
0: to a hotel.
1: It, but it was off, far off from where she lived. Far from Are you sure for, she wasn't stalking him? Anyway, go from ahead. <laughs> where
0: she, she lived. Uh-huh. And so he was sitting at a table and then he saw her at another table. Mm-hmm. Uh, she saw him glanced away, was looking at a paper and the paper was of her disappearance. So they found so the police came, they questioned her and she didn't she claimed to have no memory of what happened or who she was. It was the strangest thing. So she didn't know what had happened. So she, she had been gone for 11 days and had checked into this hotel, um, using, using the name of her husband's mistress.
1: Is the mistress, What did the mistress still, was she still alive?
0: She was still alive. It was just weird. Some people think it may have been a publicity stunt. And if it was, it worked.
1: Oh, I would say it was a publicity stunt, in my opinion. Because, I mean, just put yourself in that situation as, well, I don't know. Some people, (laughs) I don't know. If you really think about it, she was devastated. She just wanted to probably get back at him somehow. And just make it known that he was a jerk. Maybe I don't know. Maybe make it make that that other woman's life a living uh, hell or something. I don't know. Sorry for all you Christians out there. Yeah, so I mean, hell is for real.
0: <laughs> so after that, um, she 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 basically I think had custody of her daughter. I think maybe joint custody. I don't know, but mm-hmm. she had divorced her husband. Um, I thought
1: he wanted to divorce her.
0: Well, it was mu- a mutual divorce. Okay. Uh,
1: he wanted to divorce her because of his affair with the other lady, and mm-hmm. then she just was like, "We might as well get the divorce," and they agreed on the divorce. They agreed and then on they the got divorce. Joint custody. Okay.
0: I think I think joint custody. Yes. Um. But or maybe she had full custody. Sorry, I don't know everything about this. Um. But. She was a very mysterious person. Uh, But after this whole uh, debacle, she went on a trip throughout Europe on this train called the Orient Express. Mm. And uh, that's where she got the inspiration for one of her most famous books, Murder on the Orient Express.
1: (gasps) Ooh, how interesting.
0: Yeah, and then, like, she even took a trip to Iraq uh where uh she met her second husband Max Malawan um who was an archaeologist so very interesting so that actually gave her more opportunity to go on um trips throughout the world um such as Egypt where she got her the idea for her novel, Death on the Nile, she, she was writing all these books and she was so good at them that um, Queen Elizabeth II, who is, by the way, still queen. Um,
1: That's the lady, the one we see all the time.
0: Yes, the one we see on the, all the time. And this is by this is by the 1960s.
1: Oh, okay. Uh,
0: so Queen Elizabeth II gave her the title Dame of the British Empire, which just basically means a knight, but girl version.
1: Well, did her little girl ever visit? You probably, probably yeah, off and on. Probably yeah. But it seems more like she was a traveling writer.
0: <laughs> she was a traveling writer. Yes, mm-hmm. she was also a playwright. Um, she wrote a book called mousetrap
1: (gasps) she wrote that
0: yes she wrote that uh into until the 2020 coronavirus like pandemic uh that was the longest running play oh so it it did it from the it did it from the 60s to
1: all the way up until
0: uh, uh, all the way up until 2020
1: until the um covid19
0: and and all the way until co- the COVID nineteen vi- virus stopped everything, and that was the longest running play. It had like thousands of performances.
1: Wow, and so many people have seen, uh, seen that play, and so many people even use that play in like their their um, analogies and daily lives. And well, do, do you know what Mousetrap is about?
0: Um, I think is a murder mystery.
1: Oh, everything's a murder mystery with.
0: Everything's a murder mystery. So the way her novels are set up is there's the cast of characters are introduced, mm-hmm. um, and what happens? How are
1: they typically introduced?
0: Uh, at the beginning, mm-hmm. at the beginning, um, mainly. Like th- what
1: they do, like what their what their profession is, what their profession is, and how is, they're related to how they're related the person to murdered, correct? The
0: person who's murdered, mm-hmm. and then suspicion falls on everyone.
1: Oh,
0: and yeah. at the end of the book, or uh, play, um, the murderer is. Everyone is gathered into a room, and the murderer is revealed.
1: That's fun. Did they have any Agatha Christie uh, movies out there?
0: Yes, there are a lot of um there are a lot of um adaptations of her stories.
1: Would you consider someone before, I mean not before they read the book, but after they read a book to watch one of the movie, uh, murder mystery movies?
0: I think yes, though I though because it's a murder mystery, I think that uh these adaptations go pretty much based off of the book mm-hmm. um because 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 they're every detail in the books are connected with how the crime is solved oh, okay. so i think those are pre- pretty like uh by the by the book
1: what i like about agatha christie's uh, book the one that we're reading right now um what's it called again?
0: The murder of Roger Ackroyd.
1: Yeah. I'm not going to give anything away. Um, but there is a part in the book where, uh, Poiroy, I I say, I say Poiroy, um, where he's fidgeting with something. And, um, I don't know if he knocks it over, but he sets it back up again. And I'm like, I think that is a clue. Like I'm always looking for the clues and everything to put the puzzle pieces together. That's why I think that I'm a good person to um, unlock mysteries. But then again, I've been known to get things a little late. <laughs>
0: yeah. So what Agatha Christie tries to do with you is that she try- she does those fidgety things
1: mm-hmm. and
0: you think it's a clue but it's not a clue
1: she's messing with your brain. she's
0: messing with you she messes with you so <gasps> if if you think that it's going to go one direction rethink that and then rethink your rethink
1: is she kind of a psycho no i'm just kidding <laughs> well
0: she did like make herself disappear so mm. and teach herself how to read so I think she was a psycho, but <laughs> but she has given us like all these books and more more than a billion copies sold uh, and another billion in different languages.
1: So this is very interesting that you mentioned that because oftentimes when we're asking people, oh, what um, are some of your favorite uh, books, writers um, you know, genres. And most of the time people will mention, you know, fantasy. That's Mm -hmm. one of the most popular types of books that people are into right now. Um, genres, whatever you want to call it. And, but when you say mystery novels, you get, what are some of the most famous people you get Other than Agatha Christie, like off the bat, what do people usually say when you say, oh, do you like, you know, mystery, thriller? Uh,
0: I think one of the people they go to is Arthur Conan Doyle, Mm -hmm. um, writer of the Sherlock Holmes novels. Yes. And then you'll get a lot of movies. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know. Or you'll
1: get like Law and Order. (laughs) Law and Order. and.
0: (laughs) The thing, the thing with or murder she wrote. <laughs> the thing with um most my grandma used to watch that all the time. The thing with most TV, uh, stories, uh, like they're CS, too easy to CSI solve. CSI and stuff. They're one. They're too easy to solve. And then two, the characters are one dimensional, mm-hmm. not even two dimensional. They're one dimensional. Mm-hmm. And three, in all due honesty, the plot is improbable. As improbable as improbability <laughs> gets, so e- even though Sherlock Holmes or Hercule Poirot, um, even though they solve crimes faster than what is realistically possible, they at least have solve it in the realms of plausibility, whereas most other. Um, TV shows that you watch they're not they're not plausible it's the detail that these uh um that these old writers put into they did their research Ooh. uh such as so. Agatha Christie had actually been at these places on those boats on those trains yeah. had studied those poisons
1: so she's she's writing from experience
0: from experience she was even a nurse Mm -hmm. so she knew a lot about poisons Mm -hmm. so
1: that's interesting so here's some of my takeaways from agatha christie she um, taught herself to read at a very early age she was an avid reader um, so she loved books Um, so she kind of uh, to get into writing she corresponded with her ex-jerk husband a lot um, by snail mail. So there was some practice in there. And then um, she wrote short stories, a lot of short stories. And I think writing short stories is very helpful to get into the novel writing um, spirit. And then, um, and then this, this other one here that we're talking about is experience. She had a lot of experience about what she was writing about and so that's interesting to know. Um, I'm sure there's a lot more um, dedication. It takes dedication to write a, a, a book. I think it takes other people. Did she do all this all on her own?
0: Uh, most of it all on her own, but I believe that she did take inspiration from her peers.
1: Mm-hmm. She seems more more of an introvert, in my opinion, but I don't know because I haven't really watched any documentaries on her or anything like that.
0: Yeah, I think I think she was an introvert. She was shy to play the piano.
1: Oh, so yeah, that makes sense. And and also, you know, it well with some people when they're writing their novels. Um, I wouldn't. I don't know much about a mystery novel, but I've heard some people, um, authors when they're being interviewed, they say that they ask. You know, for uh, ideas from family members or friends, they're very observant people, so they're kind of people watchers. And I wonder if Agatha Christie was one of those, uh, you know, analysts, like people who analyze everything. Analytical. Probably, she was probably usually analytical. shy. People are very analytical. It, it all goes on up in their brain. Everything is just being worked out. Inside and no one knows what they're thinking, and yet when they write something out on, on paper, it's like, whoa, where have you been? Anything else interesting that we need to know about Agatha Christie? How did she die?
0: Uh, she, she just she just died. Old she, age. Old age in 1976.
1: Oh, whoa! Just a year before I was born. Oh. Yep, that's wow. how old I am. So she she <laughs>
0: lived from the. Uh, late 1800s to the late 70s
1: wow to me if you've been through world war one world war two and you know and if you've gone through a lot of you've gone through a lot of stuff in life and um and to be able to be a world-renowned famous writer that's something but also we have to realize that Right. You know, these famous writers are most of them went through a lot of heavy things, even more heavy than writers do now. They they went through a lot of um, Yeah, She
0: experienced two world wars.
1: Yes. Anybody that experiences that is definitely. And then, you know, the Depression, she probably experienced. Well, did she live in America ever or was it just predominantly Britain?
0: It was predominantly Europe.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, Europe. So she liked to have her spot of tea, and she was probably proper. I like proper stuff. I'm, I have, like, a huge interest in, in fashion and history and other countries.
0: I think that's all we have for today. Uh,
1: yeah, that's neat. We'll have to uh, talk. Once we're done with the book, we'll have to actually talk about it, but we'll have to forewarn people who don't who haven't read it um about like if they want to just listen to it and and we can go through it that would be neat um and they're like i don't think i'll ever read an, a mystery novel they can listen along but if they are like no i've been wanting to read uh these mystery no, um, a mystery novel <gasps> zeke can you tell our listeners why you would choose agatha christie as a mystery, because people are very picky with their mystery novels. Why would anyone consider her
0: books? Well, because they're so well written. Uh, you you um, are able to know the characters, yet not know the characters, if you get what mm-hmm. I mean. Yes. Um, and also... She um, is
1: known to be one of the, the greatest mystery. Yeah,
0: she, she is one of the greatest... And probably the most successful mystery writer of all time.
1: So, if someone is into reading, um, an avid reader, and they want to, why why do you think it's important to spread out your interests in reading?
0: Um, so that you'll have more to read. Mm-hmm. If you just stay in one genre, uh, you'll there's nothing wrong with that. But there's nothing wrong with that. But you can easily run out of stories Mm -hmm. to read Mm -hmm. especially if you're looking for good stories you'll eventually run out
1: and a lot of uh writers do a lot of uh cross inspiration so they may be they may write books on on one genre but they may get their influence from another genre yes so i mean that's That's always a good thing um, with reading because then you broaden your... It's like traveling when you're reading different, um, you know, books, genres of books. And a lot of people think it's harder to read mystery novels because they have to figure things out, you know. But I think it's good to broaden your... um, uh... Horizons. Yeah, thank you. I was trying to think of the right word. Well... That's all the time we have for today.
0: And thank you for joining us today on Oh Oh My My Geekers
1: Podcast.